0: This episode is brought to you by Audible. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download.
1: Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe. I'm Maddox with me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? Happy hey. to be here. Like always. It
0: starts out the best part of the week... For me, and it ends up after an hour the worst part
1: of the week for me. <laughs> you know, Dick, I was thinking about the the podcast recently, and there's something we haven't really done in a long time, which is uh, just kind of tell people exactly what we're doing. Just to, just as a reminder, we are ranking all the problems in the universe, everything everything from ants to AIDS, right? So we're gonna have we're gonna cover the entire spectrum. So uh, you know, this is your first episode you're listening to. That's what we're doing here.
0: Well, and the surprise, the experiment that we're conducting here is really to crowdsource what the biggest problem in the universe is. I'm consistently surprised at what's the biggest problem in the universe, according to people. And I am not. Yeah. (laughs)
1: All right, well, how did we do last week? So... The first problem last week, ranking number one, was cold lasers. Yes. You got it. Yeah. Yes. Congrats, Dick. Yes. You know. You know, uh, yeah. I <laughs> why why is it why do you glow like such a like a happy idiot? Because why you, it's I'm the little guy
0: here. Um uh, you've you've got everyone voting for your horseshit video games. When I finally plug a problem up to the top of the hill, man, it's great for me.
1: It's a good problem. I thought I thought that was a really good problem I, because that that shit is outrageous. I, and after the episode, I had all these fans sending me pictures because they were all getting therapy. They're all sending me pictures of their lasers. I'm like, yeah, that, that just looks like a LED display. It is. Yeah. And they're all getting it too. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. That's like,
0: I don't know, millions of dollars in people yeah. sitting in medical offices having flashlights shown on their extremities.
1: Yeah. This is medicine. Yeah. I'd rather go back to leeches. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, then followed by game post-purchases, then game pre-purchases, and then your bullshit non-problem Dick thought of on the way in to record the podcast, missing your fantasy football draft. <laughs> it's
0: a big problem, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: it's big, I'm problem. suffering bad this uh-huh. week. According to everyone, it's almost the lowest problem that we have on the list. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, they don't have my fantasy team. Uh, apparently. Apparently you don't have your fantasy team. <laughs> the dad slayer. Uh, we got some comments. Go ahead. I have one from Scott McGregor. He says, female genital mutilation is a bigger problem than male genital mutilation because women love their vaginas and men love vaginas. No one loves dick, except maybe his mom. His mom loves dick. (laughs) All right, great. (laughs) That's great.
0: That's a good comment, Scott. What do you Uh, got? I got one. Kyle Belmont, making uh, making most of my emails a simple sentence has really improved things. Thanks for saving me time. One of my first problems, as you know, is long emails. Mm Mm-hmm and it sounds like I'm making the world a better place. What's
1: that that guy's name? Kyle Belmont. Kyle, Kyle, you're not saving time if you have to go back and explain something because you didn't do a good job the first time. Kyle, you you nailed it. Ignore him. Here's one from Chris Davis. I gotta call Maddox out. He hates conspiracy
0: dipshits, but makes a conspiracy theory by saying that hackers can find out where you live by where you pre-order your game. And I got this. I heard a lot about that one. Really? What the hell is Maddox talking about yeah. finding out where you live by pre-ordering okay. a game? You know,
1: not the strongest part of the argument, but not the entire argument either, dickheads. By the way, it's still possible. I'm not, And I'm not saying it's a conspiracy that this is happening. I'm saying it's plausible. It's a, it's a possibility that it could happen. Okay, whatever. Get your tinfoil hat on, buddy. here. Hell- idiots um i got a comment from noah john he was commenting about uh uh the steak episode where i said that you could get a, ste- a cheap steak and cheap wine and be fine yeah. he says a date with maddox sounds like a blast shit steak <laughs> shit wine maddox bragging about how only idiots would spend more and endlessly repeating that the entire spread only cost twenty dollars Then a weird long awkward pause followed by maddox suggesting that he's a serial killer <laughs> and
0: sound effects don't forget the sound effects on the date a sound effect for you.
1: no. What is a date with you like? It's it's great. It starts with a bang and ends <laughs> with a, <laughs> ends with a bang. My dates are my dates are a blast. Really? Yeah, I you know I am a great dater. I really am. Even okay. a shit date, I can turn a shit date around. I know how to turn that shit around.
0: Like a shit date like what? Like she's not into you or she's just
1: boring. Like, no, they're all into me, all right? Okay. No. D- just a, a shit date like Oh man, she's a dud. She doesn't, you know, uh, she's just kind of weird, or she just had a, a long day and she's not talking or whatever. I can turn yeah. that shit around. I can make that date. How? Down. What's your secret? I, I want to. <laughs> 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 um, I got one last comment. This is from Kristen Moose Rider, and so this this is in relation to the ad. This is the first episode we actually had the ad at the top. What?
2: Kristen Moose Rider. Rider. Yeah. Like a yeah. moose rider.
1: Like. Oh, I didn't even read that yet. Yeah. Kristen Moose Rider like a Moose Rider I a guess strange name yeah. okay yeah Thanks. strange name pretty cool my uh, my fans have all sorts of sorts of uh, cool and all real names so moose rider here says um so we we were talking about that the advertising we were going to do a couple episodes we finally yeah. got audible on board which is which is great yeah. and uh, it's, it's a very non-intrusive ad, and we like, we like the company. So yeah. um, this is what that ad is going to help support. Kristen says, I completely agree and would also like to directly donate. And she said, I've been interpreting the show into American Sign Language to my deaf boyfriend. We both love the show and would appreciate equal access for the rest of the deaf community. So people are not only doing this, they're, they're offering to, to help out. Now we can actually pay some of these people to tra- transcribe episodes. Great. We're saints. Yeah.
0: Uh, I got a comment for you. Yeah. From Mr. X, and then Mr. X, like a happy face guy. Hey, Dick, awesome show you three have. Would you mind asking Maddox, can we expect a new article every time one of your problems bombs voting-wise? I'd appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. If you remember, Spider Woman's ass was a problem <laughs> you brought into the show, and I think it got summarily trounced. By all
1: the all of the other problems, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure about that. We'd have to go back check the records. But then you turned it into an amazing video. Yes, right, I did. How's it doing? Uh, incredible. So normally my videos, I expect to get around 120 thousand views within a week, and this video within several hours was already near half a million views. And already right, the latest I checked it was near about a million a million views already, and it's only been up for about three days. so I I basically expanded that rant I did on the show and put all the stuff because I did way more research. Here's what the listeners probably don't even realize that we do hours of research. I do hours of research. <laughs> yeah I do good like 10, 15 minutes and <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you uh, I'm not counting the drive in dick. Um, but yeah, I do hours of research for the show, and I don't even get to all the points I want to make. So that's why I, th- I said, you know, I still have so much ammo here for this f- f- fucking Spider Woman issue. I need to bring this in, <laughs> and, and, it got, made- and it got beaten really hard. Yeah. That probably stoked a fire in no, you too, because yeah. <laughs> it got fucking hammered. No, you know what? It should have got. That's the point, though. It should have gotten beaten. It, it's not. It's a non-issue. So that the my fans listened and they they know what the message was and they voted it down. It's a non-issue. So that I'm actually happy that you're happy win. that you lost yeah
0: oh so you won that's a that victory I lo- for you i won yeah that
1: that's exactly what great. i was going for <laughs> yeah you'd be yeah. a great dater man hey real quick <laughs> real quick one last uh, commenter uh, my mom called me the other day <laughs> and she said she's been listening to the episodes Cool. Uh, yeah hi maddox's mom yeah hi hi mom so she says she, here's some notes she gave us some notes you ready for this yeah the first comment she said she said listen I really like the problem you guys brought in about the militarized police. Cool, that's so, me. Yeah, all me. Yeah, I didn't know this. That was even on something on my mom's radar or something she thought about, but she she actually really liked that problem. Then she said too much fuck. She says, "I say I say the fuck word too much," and that's how that she was said a it. Problem
0: too. of of mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Dick.
1: Great. You and my mom have that yeah. in common. What else do you and my mom have we in should common? Should go out, man. We should see what's going on. Yeah. No. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so too much fuck word, and then she says why are you so mean to your friend? And I said, what What do you mean? And she said, well, you're always saying dick, dick, dick. I'm like, oh, oh, that's his name, Mom. <laughs> so she wants me to stop calling you dick. Uh, and then the final note that she gave me is um, we talked about going out on dates and how I'll never call a girl back or give her a second date if she doesn't at least make an offer to to pay for something, right? Mm-hmm. She says, you're right, Maddox. Don't pay too much for a date because then you're just paying for sex. Wow. Yeah, sound advice from uh, Mama Maddox. Uh, I mean, that's that's why I
0: like doing it. You like, you like. Yeah, I would rather se- just look. Great. I'm putting it out there. Here. You know, this isn't like a weird. Uh, this isn't like a weird communist dating dystopia. where We're both bringing an equal share to the table. I'm bringing money. You're bringing sex. Perfect. Great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great dick. Yeah, date with you sounds awesome. Uh, can we get to the problems? Do it. My first problem is
0: shitty road trip passengers. Oh, okay. Shitty road trip passengers. Yeah. Big problem. It is. So I drove up to, I went to Burning Man last week, which you know. Yeah. And uh, I offered to take this, uh, this lovely Korean girl mm-hmm. up there with me. she never ride.
1: I think I know She'd... who you're talking about, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was expecting, I don't let women drive, first of all, oh, geez, if we're going Dick. on a road trip. No, 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 no. They don't, it stresses them out too much. Yeah. The last thing you want at the end of a road trip (laughs) is a
1: stressed out woman. Oh, sure.
0: Plus, I don't want some fucking woman driving my truck. You
1: know, you could have just started with that and ended with that. That's totally reasonable, but you went right for the unreasonable at first. Yeah,
0: well, anyway, I expected like 12, you know, 12, 15 hours of her dicking around on her phone, playing Sudoku's. Like, Mm -hmm. hearing half of a conversation as she fights with people over email. Yeah. But this girl was, like, looking up directions, looking up coffee. I mentioned that I would like some coffee. She's on Yelp finding nearby coffee spots. Oh, no. No, it was amazing. Oh, okay, It was amazing. I'm saying that my experience with her made me realize how every other person I've ever been on a road trip is a total fucking
1: asshole. Yeah, a total douche. Sitting on their phone. Uh Uh-huh. Dicking around, yeah. with whatever. I, I used to have a girlfriend who would infuriate me while we were driving because I'm, I'm battling traffic. I'm trying to find the destination. I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying to beat the clock, and I and I also have to pull over and look up directions on my GPS. And meanwhile, I look at her ah, preening herself, you know, looking at herself in the mirror, um, just dicking around on her phone, checking texts. So, I'm like, hey, are you part of this transaction? Or do I have to do everything myself? Can you help out? Is any? this a bus? Am I a chauffeur? Yeah, why do over I even here? have to ask? Yeah, I'm not your
2: fucking chauffeur. Why do, do I have to up, ask? Sean? Well, to be fair, it is really hard on a bike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Sean. Oh, uh, gotcha.
0: Uh, so we we pull over to get after Burning Man, we pull over to get Indian tacos. And there is. Wait, what, what are Indian tacos? Indian tacos. It's a
1: it's like a deep fried oh, tortilla
0: or pita or something. A scone, and then like, yeah. No,
1: scone, what the hell? It's a Navajo, Navajo tacos. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. It's called a scone? Yeah, they're scones. Is that an that's What, what the, about the
0: things at Starbucks? Well, those, those are, are those scones. are those
1: are different kinds of scones. So Navajo tacos do do a, a fluffier doughy scone, but anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. You got,
0: so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a scone, a yeah. weird, not Starbucks scone, yeah. full of like taco meat and fixins. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I ordered like three of them because oh I'm God. starving. We get in the car and I'm like I'm thinking I'm looking at this smorgasbord of meat and cheese and I'm thinking I might as well just throw this all over the car. Right? Cuz there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to eat this and drive at the same time and right. I'm sure shit not not driving. You're not not driving. Yeah, that. I'm going. Yeah. I'm eating on the road. I'm not sitting there staring at my car watching it doing nothing
1: while people are whizzing down the highway on their way home, right? Sure. Yeah. Why this- why would you why would you do um, one thing fast and efficiently when you can do when two I can things, do two things. And badly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. So
0: this girl, she, we get in the car, and I'm right about ready to just pour it all over myself and see what gets in my mouth and cross my fingers. Right. She grabs my food and arranges it into like an edible cone and hands it to me one by one and then eats her food after I'm eating.
1: Oh my, who is I this? It was unbelievable. I know. Who is a saint you went out to Burning Man with? I think I think it was a hallucination. Let me see your hand, man. You got a ring? No. You, you fucked up. You should marry that woman. Yeah. Well that's amazing. No, I know it was amazing. Nobody does that. No. Nobody's that considerate. Nobody offers.
0: You know, your uh your story about your girlfriend my I had I had this long relationship with this girl, and the only pretty much the only thing I remember, I remember two things about her. One, she had enormous cans. <laughs> Great. And two, one night, uh, these guys, their car was broken down or something, so I pulled my car over and uh, helped them push it to, like, a gas station. Right. Thinking I was young and stupid, and I thought maybe she would jump over into the driver's seat and, like, drive down the road uh-huh. to catch up with me. No. No. I walk the quarter mile back to the car, and uh, she's on her phone playing Snake. Mm-hmm. So this was back in the day where there yeah. was... No cell phones, no internet on the phone.
1: No, even just playing snake. Playing snake, the old LED, like the black and white cell phones without even color screens. Yet, yeah, they're because that's the only fucking thing that they can have to distract them and take them out of reality. Yeah, they. So she's sitting there playing snake while you're while you're doing a good thing and helping these these dudes out.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's all I remember. Great, is how much of a shitty passenger she yeah. was.
1: Yeah, I've had those too. I I remember in Utah. I I, I think this was in Utah, or maybe it was maybe it was um. Maybe more recently, but I, I was on a date and I was doing the gentlemanly thing. And I, uh, it was because it was very cold outside. I opened the door for her first, let her into the car. Then I'm walking around the other side of the door and I have to brush snow off my ha- my door handle and I'm fiddling with the keys and the, and the door lock is jammed with ice. And what's she doing? Sitting in there looking at her nails, playing snake, yeah. whatever the fuck, not reaching over to unlock the door for me. God forbid, because apparently you're entitled to, to having the door open, and it's just something that guys have to do for you, right? And then we just have to stand out there. I mean, who there. knows how door locks work? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. you got to have the key, uh, maybe. Every, every car's different. Know. Who knows, yeah. The alarm
0: might go off, and that would be embarrassing. Who Plus, knows?
1: sometimes when you reach over, the brake might jab your ribs a little bit, so you don't want to... Yeah, you'll, you'll flash too much skin. You might flash a little bit of skin too much. So, So, Dick, you're talking, you've talked about... A really good road trip partner. What? Yeah. So, what? But you haven't mentioned a bad one. All of them,
0: all of them except her are bad. Now I'm judging everyone based on this. If we're ever driving somewhere yeah. and you pull your phone out, I will smash my car into the side of the fucking road. I,
1: me pulling my phone out, you're the one dri- with your fucking phone out all the time. Text, text, text. Yeah, but with I'm driving. So, emojis. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it made me so mad with your stupid emoji. This girl wouldn't even sleep. Like,
0: she was, it was, I was just, just to like stay up talking.
1: Yeah, here's here's what I do, okay? Here's what kind of driver I am. When I'm trying to get someone somewhere uh, fast and I need to get them there, if it's a long trip, sometimes it's a four-hour road trip, mm-hmm. I'll bring a bottle of Tabasco with me and I'll, I'll start drinking it. If I'm starting to feel drowsy, because I'm, I'm on a mission, and I'm going to get us there, and I'm going to yeah. get shit done. And if I'm starting to nod off, I'll just choke down that Tabasco, and I'll be choking on it, and I'll just have a runny nose, and I'll be sweating and miserable, <laughs> and my eyes are red and bloodshot, and I'll, I'll fucking get us there alive, bitch. Doesn't it reek of Tabasco oh, yeah, the the, car, the Yeah, the car reeks. I've, o- I've also carried bottles of water on me, and I just pour it on myself. I just, just start pouring water on me. <laughs> what? To keep awake. It yeah. sounds
0: like you're. It sounds like being driven around by a trash man,
1: like it's <laughs> soaking with water. <laughs> what a disaster! But the car smells like vinegar. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. No. The the Tabasco thing. That's actually why I can tolerate a lot of heat uh, when it comes to spicy food. People used to joke. Actually, Tucker Max did an interview one time about the real Maddox, and he says, "Yeah, in real life, he's not really as." Uh, as aggressive, and he doesn't drink Tabasco. And I'm like, ah, wrong, wrong, bucko. I actually do drink Tabasco. Yeah. And, that's, and I started doing that just to stay awake on long drives because nothing else would keep me awake. Rolling the windows down wouldn't, listening to the radio wouldn't. What are that's you weird, at what? man.
0: That's just, it's weird that you discovered your lust for drinking Tabasco sauce because you had to drive around at night so much.
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't say a lust so much as a crutch, I guess. But uh, you're setting the bar pretty high there, buddy, with that, uh, with that Korean chick. I mean you're not going to find another one her. I'm I'm a great I'm a great passenger. I help. I I look things up on GPS. I look up alternate routes. I look ahead to see where traffic is to route us around. Here's
0: here's where you are wrong. You are also a huge asshole and criticizing <laughs> someone's driving all the fucking time. Hey, it's like, how come you're not going there? How yeah. come you're not going there? Honk at this guy. You've honked my horn at someone in traffic. <laughs> do you know what an egregious move that is? I would rather you cop a feel on a girl I'm going
1: out with than honk my fucking horn. Oh, excuse me. You know what? I had to move a layer of dust before I honked your fucking horn because you're such a pussy when you drive. There's, you never use that horn. That's the first time you've heard of your horn in your life, buddy, and I helped you do it. No, I sit there and jam out on it Something.
2: What's up, Sean? We have established that Maddox is a road rager Yeah, from a previous episode. <laughs> yeah, we episode. have. So you
1: honk yeah.
0: other people's horns, dude. That's crazy. Sean, you mean a road rage. <laughs> nah, yeah, he's a road oh, rage. Oh, that's
2: right. It was a Yeah, you are yeah a road you're a rage. road rage. I am, rage. Right. I am a Maddox road rage. Maddox is a road rage. <laughs>
1: no it's not aggressive I'm saving lives I seriously am I seriously am I was in an intersection I I kid you not a a couple months ago this guy started going through the intersection during a red light I was behind him and I started honking my horn and he slammed on the brakes before someone turned into him and backed up that's the correct usage of the horn you, you know don't what? usually use it like that, though. Dick, you don't even understand the difference between an aggressive honk and a courteous honk.
0: That's because it's one horn. No, there's no
1: inflection. It just goes beep. There is there is inflection, dude. If a little a little beep. That's a that's a hey, I'm here or hey go versus beep. That's like a fuck you. That's the difference. Can you imagine
0: if like everybody had a bunch of different horn sounds yeah. like emoticons in their car? Oh, emoticons,
1: yeah. which you hate, but I think you would love different horn frequencies. Oh yeah, of, of course. Because well, I think you would because I know how to use one horn with different inflections. You apparently don't. You think it all, it's all aggressive all the time? Nah, it depends what you're doing. You're projecting.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, well, that's my problem. All right. I my, think everyone can identify with that. I rewarded that girl, by the way. Which, uh, did which I tell order? you this? The Korean girl. Uh, how'd you, you reward her? So uh, she wanted she wanted uh, she wanted some McDonald's on her way home. Oh. And my truck was, like, packed up like the Beverly Hillbillies, right? So it wouldn't fit through the, the drive-thru. Right. And the inside was closed. So I walked up to the window, and I'm like, hey, uh, my truck won't fit through. Can I get some food? Mm-hmm. And she goes, no. And I said, <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you what then. You see that truck? I'm going to drive it through the drive-thru. Until I get food. So I backed it up. She's like, oh, did, what did they say? And I said, don't worry about it. They said, they said come and get it. So I, I said, but wait here, wait out in the street. Yeah. So I backed it up. And drove through, you know, those clearance signs? Yeah. Knocked the shit out of that. Good. Went up to the little ordering booth. Yeah. And started ordering and, like, gunning it to get through the thing. (laughs) So now all this lumber that I'm hauling is, like, creaking and cracking. Uh Uh-huh. And the manager comes on the box and goes, Sir, sir, back up, back up. We'll give you food. Just stop doing what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) So. You're like a drive-through terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I went back out where she was waiting there. Yeah. And she was like, oh, what, did you get the food? And I was like, yeah, you got to go up and get it, though. Uh-huh. Because they've seen
1: enough of me for great. today. Great, great. Yeah, of course, yeah, you have to. Uh, you know, I'm on, I'm on board. I support that dickish maneuver. Yeah, man. Yeah. Everybody's got their skill. Yeah,
0: good job, Dick. I'm getting McDonald's at 1 a.m. no matter what. Go ahead, what's your problem? Yeah.
1: Well, that's, that's, what, that's when you lose when you win. Um, anyway, my first problem this week is nepotism. Huh? Oh. Big, uh, big problem, big concept. So, for for people who don't understand words with the syllables, um, nepotism is is when you favor somebody you know, friends or family, for say a job or some kind of better placement in a line or entry to a place that is. Um, that is closed off for special members or whatever, and that's that's what nepotism is.
0: Wait a minute, I thought nepotism was only family based. I thought cronyism was when you do it for friends and family, friends and family.
1: Or is it doesn't matter anymore? Well, it's sl- just the word. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's in it's in the same it's in the same wheelhouse. Okay. It's in the same universe. Same right. same concept applies. Cronyism versus nepotism is just semantics. But the problem is that you're favoring people you know or friends and family. Okay, right? Cronyism, nepotism. So, and and good distinction. Um. So here's—this here's, here's this is straight up from Wikipedia. This is some nepotism in politics that goes way back in our country's history. Around 30 family members or relatives of President Ulysses S. Grant prospered financially in some way from either government appointments or employment. Do you know that? No. I
0: assume that 100% of people in politics are—like, this. Like I look at politics like a business. It's like a family business that one family passes down to the next one. So I absolutely—that uh, doesn't surprise me.
1: Yeah. John F. Kennedy made his brother-in-law, Sergeant Shriver, the first director of the Peace Corps, and his brother, Robert F. Kennedy, Attorney General. And yeah. to this day, we still have a legacy of Kennedys in office. Well, wait, maybe, did the last Do one we? die? I don't know. I don't know. Did they, they all die?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about politics. I only know headlines from the judge report. Well, we, oh, great. Well, here, we here at The Biggest Problem like to be accurate, so uh, maybe they're all dead. Um, you, might, you might want to check that. So, anyway, this is from the Washington Post. So, there's, the cool, there's a family called the Cool Family, K U L L E, Cool Family. And here's the number of people that they were hired for the, I believe it's the uh, Airport Authority of Washington Ann Cool Helms, the son in law, Douglas Helms, the son, Albert, daughter in law, Michelle Cool, and uh, Michelle's brother, Jeffrey Thacker. They all worked for the Metropolitan Washington Airport Authority. All at the same time. Yeah. It's like an entire generation or two of family members who work for this family.
0: Yeah. Uh, wouldn't Art. you do that though? Like if you were, if you had to hire somebody for a position, what are you going to do? You're going to go out and run an ad on Craigslist? You're going to hire your buddies, right?
1: Because you uh, know them, you can work with them. Yeah. I've, I've been thinking about this, man. What do you, what do, you do? Because if, so, if two people came in, both, here's the thing if two people came in, both equally qualified, I would, I would probably be friendly to the person I know. I wouldn't pretend like I don't know them, right? You have yeah. to. But you, you have to. What, ethically, what you should do is recuse yourself. So say, hey, I know this person. I shouldn't be involved in this decision-making process.
0: I got too much shit to do to do that, to be ethical.
1: Yeah. Like, Dick. that's
0: everybody does, though. I'm but, saying, like, you run, your, you run your T-shirt. You sell your T-shirts, right? Right, right. So you need help doing that. Somebody you know is going to come help you out. I mean, if I you were running, let's say you yeah. were running, uh, what is that? The government instead. <laughs> right, right. Somebody's going to come in and help you out. Right? I, I I'm going to come in and say, hey, Maddox, uh, you got all this alcohol and tobacco and firearm stuff. You got to deal with it. Let me take it off your hands. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, but that should, it doesn't always happen that way and it shouldn't happen that way. Because what happens is more often than not, you're not hiring the most qualified candidate for that job. You're just hiring your buddy. And I used to when I used to work for the telemarketing company. One of the one of the guys who had the cushiest jobs in the entire fucking company. He made well over six figures a year, and his job entirely. Well, you would think his job was to golf, but his job is to scout for new locations to open up facilities. We we open up a new facility maybe once every couple of years, and his job full time was to go around looking for locations and and. These locations you look for happen to be right next to golf courses almost every single time, every single one. Yeah, you're not in. What are you? a know, smart guy. Yeah, you got that shit-eating grin. Why are you so happy? <laughs> yeah, why does that make you happy?
0: I don't know. It's like winning the lottery. Whenever I hear about stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, I hope that's me someday. <sighs> Dick. What is your real problem with it, though? And it, it what? It, well, so unqualified it goes
1: on. people are hired. Well, yeah, of course, and it creates a a, a legacy. So even even the Bush family, look at look at George W. and Senior Bush. Yeah, right. He got it. He's he. Where did he, where did he go to Yale? Right. Bush went to Yale. G- jo- what G- George, George W. Senior? Yeah, yeah. Well, they B- both w, did. Yeah. They both did. So he got in through this legacy and and displaced somebody who may have been more qualified. Which in Bush's case is probably everyone. Uh- <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Look, like you would have done any better in Yale.
0: No, as a president.
1: <laughs> come a, on. Oh, you come on. I've been a great president. First of all, no bullshit. I'd have a no bullshit policy. Big sign on the White <laughs> House. Go.
0: No
2: bullshit.
1: I'd tear
0: <laughs> down the gates. That's how you know you're getting bullshit. You know what? Somebody no. says,
1: I'm not bullshitting That's you. Not, ah, get, get, get out of here.
2: Yeah. Nah. Obama said it was going to be the most transparent administration, and it certainly hasn't turned out to be that. No, no. he, ha- he has. He has been completely
1: transparent bullshit. So there's that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not defending Obama either. Here, let's not. Let's get things. Let's get things on the record. So anyway, yeah, I'd have a no bullshit policy. I'd tear down the gates on the White House. Like, hey, you guys want to fucking snipe me? You want to assassinate me? Huh? <laughs> come on in, buddy. This is your
0: presidential yeah. action. Tear I'll be down the I'll gates be, and come and get some. Yeah, I'll be like the, a WWF <laughs> superstar. I'll be in
1: the front yard with my shirt off, ready to fucking <laughs> fist the cuff. Anyone who comes in, let's have a fist fight right fucking right. now. Yeah, fuck policy. <laughs> that let's is start policy. fist fighting. Yeah. <laughs> You know, honestly, dude, I have been thinking about this ISIS shit. This these motherfuckers piss me off so much. I I am like so close. What's ISIS? The the Islamic terrorist group that has filled the vacuum of Al Qaeda in oh, Iraq. Yeah, okay. yeah, which didn't exist before, put like pre Saddam, but they came in. They funneled in through Syria because that shit was a was a mess that no one took care of or intervened with. Anyway, so that's the that's these the these are the fuckers who are. Assassinating Americans and cutting off their heads and stuff. I'm so close to just putting out a fucking call to arms. I'm saying, hey guys, I'm going to be in Iraq and this in this location, this GPS location, be there two o'clock. Let's just have a fucking, let's just fucking duke it out and then not show up and just bomb the shit out of it when they do. <laughs> I, I i guarantee i know my fans would be on board with this they'd, yeah. they'd get my back they'd come out there and fight with me i'd be like look the, here are the rules well they'd come out and not fight with you
0: you're not you said you weren't going to show up yeah
1: you know what though I'm, i i actually may so here are the rules <laughs> well, here they
0: tell the bomb guys which one for sure
1: yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure it out so i'll i'll show up there uh here are the rules fist fights and swords swords mm-hmm. are allowed because swords are cool as shit right no guns guns are guns are chicken shit right I don't think so. Ah, I think guns are awesome. It's, you know what it is? It's remote-controlled remote death. It's for pussies. For lazy people. Everyone who owns guns a gun— Guns are science, bro. Guns are— <laughs> Guns are not science. Swords yeah, are, are science. They're weaponized science. Nah, eh. swords are just pointy sticks. Look, guns, guns were invented in Chinese like a million years ago. How scientific could they be? Oh, they're, they've come a long way. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I, guns, are, guns are for lazy people who don't want to get up and kill somebody. That, I, 100% of gun owners are fat. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> okay do you think
0: these do you think isis deals with nepotism like do you think yeah. the terrorists are like oh man like yeah uh, they'd be
1: better terrorists if they didn't if they didn't hire their buddies their fucking uh, terrorist buddies so anyway man so i won't go on so, let's, uh, let's, uh, the nepotism i want to hear more about your platform
0: um uh, <laughs> oiled wrestling in the white house <laughs> lawn <laughs> duping terrorists into showing up like for candy grams and shit like a looney tunes cartoon and then you bomb them i guess all right dude. to have
1: a platform you need a third thing i want to talk about nepotism and entertainment <laughs> susan sarandon's daughter okay okay eva amuri has been hired in californication house how i met your mother yeah. Right. The list goes on. So li- listen to this. Listen to this one. First of all, did you know Nick Nicholas Cage, huge actor, greatest huge, greatest actor of of <laughs> uh, his generation, possibly of all time? Yeah. Do you think Do you think he has he has been helped out by nepotism at all? Yeah. 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 I know his whole story. Oh, you know his whole story. Great. Great. Dick. Well, for for the benefit of people who don't, um, he's so he's from the he's from the Coppola family. Yeah. Right. So the the Coppola family includes many distinguished filmmakers and actors. The careers of Sofia Coppola. Nicholas Cage and Jason Schwartzman have been attributed uh, to aid by director Francis Ford Coppola, who cast his daughter Sophia in The Godfather Part 3. Cage changed his last name in order to distance himself from such charges. So he, he benefited from this, but then he just changed his last name, so it wouldn't seem like there's imp- impropriety going on. But don't, there is. Don't they all do that? Like, don't it, doesn't everybody in Hollywood do that? Some of them do. Like, here's, an, here's another example. Meryl, Meryl Streep's second daughter, uh, mm. it, it's Mamie Gummer. She, so, she appeared alongside her mom in the, in the movie Heartburn, and she was uncredited in the film to avoid media scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. And then Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, Zoe Kravitz, Jean-Claude Van Damme's daughter, Bianca Van v- Varenberg. So, what's, what do you want these people to do? Not put their kids in stuff? I don't know, man. You gotta put your kids in stuff. You You gotta put your buddies in stuff.
0: Yeah, you do.
1: No, because what you're doing is you're just giving them a a silver spoon. Here you go. You don't have to earn anything. I already did it for you. Here you go, buddy. Why don't you... uh, Here, I'm just gonna lift the fence for you. You don't have to climb it. So what if your kid wanted to write? You wouldn't give him a link on your website? Fuck no. You have to earn (laughs) that shit. Yeah, you have to earn that shit. All right. Because if they don't, you're doing them a disservice. They didn't earn it. They didn't suffer like you did for your art. They didn't struggle so if they want to do it they should earn it right why why would you, you know because what it, that's
0: just not the way people work they want to help out their tribe. Like they want to help out people who are related or people who are similar to them.
1: That's not an explanation of anything.
0: That is an, that's an evolutionary <laughs> explanation. You want to help out people who are similar
1: to you because they will do the same thing for you. Great. So maybe we should just create little cults of, like, black people helping black people, Koreans helping Koreans, Jewish people helping Jewish people, and we all become these insular little pockets of society where mean, we don't talk about... What you become? That's, what that's we how, how are. it is. That's how we are. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. You don't think that's a problem? I don't know that it's a problem. Oh, you make me want to bark. <laughs>
0: yeah. You, uh... Okay.
1: Well, I got... I mean, here's where I'm going to win this fucking this fucking debate, right? Uh, I'm going to bring this in because it's very hot right now. Okay. Here's some nepotism that pisses everyone off as far as gamers go. Gamergate. Do you know what this is? No. Gamergate. So this is huge story in video games right now. There's this uh, huge scandal, and people have been begging me to talk about this. Uh, this guy, basically, he broke up with his girlfriend... Because she cheated on him. And he wrote this long expose about all the different guys that she cheated with. Turns, <laughs> out, turns out there was five, five different guys that she cheated with. Okay, that sucks. Look, man. Yeah, look. You got cheated on. It's your personal life. It's her personal life. Don't air out your dirty underwear. It's nobody's business, right? Except for one instance that, she, that one of the people she cheated with, uh, she happened to be a video game developer. And one of the people she cheated with is a journalist for a video game company. Or for a video game uh, website, okay. And he, it's kind of controversial right now. He may or may not have uh, given her a soft review, like a very, a very beneficial review, because he was banging her, okay. Or, or at least at the very least, liked her before. Sure. Yeah, this game came out. Yeah. So there's some nepotism that's working in in their favor, and it's outraged the gaming community because there's been censorship going on. And then on the on the other side of the fact, uh, the other side of the coin. People have been attacking this this uh, this woman, uh, just hateful threats and shit like that. It's been going back and forth. It's this big, ugly, drawn out mess. But ultimately, it comes down to nepotism. What this game, video game soap opera? That's what's pissing people off. Yeah, it's they're pissed
0: off because they review. Where well, they had a soft review on a fucking video game. Well, and who it, cares? It, it, they're all soft. <clears throat> no, Do any true. of those reviews mean shit? All I ever see is like nine. Oh my god, it's amazing. Oh wow, the graphics are so great. Was it fun? No, probably not. What video game websites are you reading? I don't know, all
1: of them. <clears throat> I always assume they're all just fluff pieces. Otherwise, they're not going to get to free games. Yeah, you know, I, so here's an example of, of nepotism that, uh, that I didn't take part in. A video game, contact, uh, video, video game company contacted me a while back, and they said, hey, Maddox, we'd like to send you some free games. I said, uh, that sounds great. Yeah, send me free games. They sent me, like, nine free games, and they were awesome. Most of the games were were pretty great, and they and but I told them I said, look, you can send me these free games, but I'm not going to talk about it on my website. I don't do that, and if I did, I would fully disclose that you guys sent me these games. That's yeah. what you have to do. That's the ethical thing to do, because then it takes that that little inkling of doubt in the back of your mind out of the equation. Did this person genuinely like this game, or is he getting bribes? Like, that's what essentially this comes down to, right? It's a, it's a form of a almost like a. Like a sex bribe? <laughs> no, it's not a sex bribe.
0: This girl that was cheating on the
1: guy. Oh, the- or Cheating the, on his Cheating boy- on the guy, on her yeah. boyfriend, yeah. She's Possibly. playing a reviewer. Like, who knows, man? Look, her personal life is, is nobody's business but hers and the person that she, she fucked over. She might be a terrible person. She sounds like an awful person. But that's irrelevant only insofar as she benefited from her sexual deeds for better video game reviews.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Your whole nepotism problem. I think I might be pro-nepotism. Yeah, of course you are, Dick. Why would? you... Because it saves time. Like, what do you? You're just gonna go interview some other jackass who's probably sucks at the job just as much as your friend does. Just hire your friend. Okay. Well, let's say you
1: live in a in a and country. your friends are less likely to screw you over because they know you personally. No, they're, they're gonna. They're more likely to screw you over because they'll take advantage of you. Your friends? Yes.
0: You think I'm more likely to screw you over than a random guy in the street? And I'm a kind of a
1: bad guy. Yeah. I guarantee you're screwing me over right now. Like, there's three fucking ways you're probably screwing me over. I just know it. So, yeah, because your friends are going to be inept and incompetent, whereas a stranger who you're paying, who has no affiliation with you, is not.
0: No. The opposite. Absolutely the
1: opposite. If you hired a stranger versus a friend
0: to to ship your T-shirts, dude— you're losing. You are losing like ten percent right off the top. They're stealing merchandise. They're stealing money. They're stealing everything <laughs> they can get their hands on.
1: Dick, always looking at the best in humanity.
0: That's what people do.
1: Yeah, that's what bad, shitty people do. If you don't screen them well, if you don't try to read them and, Nobody's and get a good deal that for them, good. I'm eventually, great. everybody mm. steals. No, no. What do you mean eventually? Eventually, every employee griffs off the top. What are they going to walk out with my T-shirts? I, I I'll put
0: in. Yeah, they're going to shove them down their pants and walk out with them. Well, then I'll have ship them to the wrong people. They'll
1: ship them to their friends. Then I'll tell my guard towers to keep an eye out. <laughs> with their sniper rifles. They'll gotta, be fat. They'll be fat up there too.
0: <laughs> you got to trust your friends more, man.
1: You know, dude. Yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. In certain instances, you might want to. Uh, benefit your friends, but where it causes a problem is if you are outside of that circle. So that social <laughs> then fuck circle. Fuck you! No, what do you mean to fuck you? You better find your
0: own
2: circle fast, man. If you are outside that one, you better go to USC. Yeah, that's the best in the world, man. There is no alumni program like they have. If you are in the neighborhood, like I mean, if you are barely competent. But you went to USC and like a person hiring you went to USC, you're in, man. You'll bypass a thousand people, and right. every USC grad knows that, and that's right. why they go there. You know what? You know what? The, you know what? That that leads to nepotism,
1: genetic retardation. That's nepotism. <laughs> Here we go yep. with the conspiracy. Uh-huh. Genetic retardation. Yeah. You're just, you're, we've been doing this for our entire existence, yeah. though. So we've been doing lots of shitty things for our entire existence, Dick. Like if you're going to just continue making this insular little pocket of the same fucking people, same family members, only your buddies, you know go to Sweden in Stockholm, you know what the property owners are? They're all the same fucking family. There's like a, there's like a handful of families who own property in in Stockholm and yeah. just generation after generation after generation passes that down. And you keep talking about, "Oh, well, you know, the the wealth gets out there and people earn it blah blah blah." No. Uh, I think up to up, upwards of 30 to 40% of the top Fortune 500 companies are people who inherited their money.
2: Wait, some wait, are, of their, yeah. Some yeah. are all
1: of their money. The uh, not not the companies, rather, but the uh, the top list of billionaires. They're people who inherited their money. So if you're just passing wealth on, you're passing jobs on, you're passing opportunities on, just the people you know, and it's so arbitrary. We didn't pick our families. That's go back to episode number one. Vote up families, guys. That's See, the this is problem. some
0: kind of a weird. This is exactly like your family's problem and your marriage problem. You have a problem with fundamentally the way evolution has made people, because you didn't win the lottery. That's why. If you, had, if you were next in line to be president of the United States, if you were Jeb Bush,
1: <laughs> you'd love it. Yeah, that, that dumbass. No, dude. It's, whether or not I hit the lottery, I would at least realize that I have these benefits and advantages. Right? I would at least realize that and, and acknowledge it and not gloat so much and say, oh, I, I won. I earned this because I didn't. You didn't. If you benefit from nepotism, you didn't earn your credit. That's what Nick Cage has done. And so Sophia Coppola he, has done. Nick
0: Cage has earned his stardom. Has he he's earned that mm-hmm. castle? But, yeah, Did oh, you see Con, Con
1: air. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he changed his name because, at, first of all, because it sounds cool. Nick Cage sounds way better than Nicholas Coppola.
1: Yeah, but you know what sounds cooler than Nick? Fucking power. Why don't you call himself Power, power Cage? Power Cage. Yeah. Huh? Power then cage. It can't be like, like a romantic lead, man. Then he could be a president, have an arm wrestling contest in the on the office lawn. <laughs> be pretty rad, President Power Cage. Hey, so, so Nick Cage had to change his last name, but he did that because he wants to uh, remove doubt in people's minds. Because he is, he knows deep down that that insecurity exists with everyone who benefits from nepotism. That insecurity exists. I have this friend who is pretty high up in the improv community in Los Angeles. And there was one point uh his his girlfriend was trying out to be on a team. He was one of the judges on the team. And you know what he did? He recused himself. He said, Guys, I'm too close to her. I can't put my opinion in on this.
0: Yeah, he probably did that so he didn't get bitched out at home. <laughs> he was avoiding a huge fucking yeah, fight. There's exactly no doubt about that. Again, more self-interest. Why do you get so
2: cynical? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but Maddox, can't you differentiate between the person who, obviously people are given jobs, uh, you know, unfairly. They bypassed a lot of people. But don't you think people who stay in that industry, like, can be there of their own merit after that? Like, that doesn't negate everything that they do after, does it? You're right, Sean. No, the, you're right. You're absolutely right. But just that seed,
1: that kernel, is, is, is enough to put a little bit of doubt in people's minds. I personally would, would feel like shit if I, if I thought, maybe I didn't, maybe I got a little bit lucky Maybe somebody pulled a, a lever for me and and uh, helped me out. I mean, you know what? And here's the thing. I'm kind of a hypocrite because I'll take advantage of nepotism sometimes. If I walk up to a bar or a club or something and there's a big long line, somebody there knows me, they're pulling me in, fuck yeah, I'm in. But it's unfair. And I realize it's unfair. All right. Yeah. What's your – well, before – so before we get to before the Before we problem,
0: move on, I just want to mention that this episode is brought to you by Audible – Go to audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. You Do know, you know about Audible?
1: Yeah, Audible does the audiobooks. They, they provide audiobooks for people.
0: In fact, they have over 150,000 titles to <laughs> choose from in every genre, Maddox.
1: Very smooth. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm, I'm actually really genuinely pleased that we got Audible. This is actually going to help out a lot, guys. We're going to have... Uh, you know, the transcriptions on the episode and and maybe able to do a live show soon. And we're still still talking about doing that bonus episode too. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for our very first sponsor, Audible.
0: Can I tell you that I I bought my dad uh Audible one time?
1: For, would you like Father's
0: Day? Because you know how dads are impossible to buy stuff for? Yeah. Do you buy stuff for your dad? No, I just stopped trying. Yeah, man. Uh pretty much me too. Yeah. But he had a long commute. He had like a two hour commute every day. Yeah. So I got him an Audible mm. subscription and he would like it was like the one mm. The feeling of buying your dad a gift that he actually uses yeah. is unlike any other feeling, I think. It's not mm-hmm. like that good, it's just different. It's yeah. like, it's kind of, it's good, but it's also like, I got you, you bastard.
1: Take that. You're going to use my gift. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty cool. Uh, especially because I feel like my dad is just a self made man and he's so self sufficient. He never wants anything. My dad, especially, I've never seen my dad listen to music, he doesn't watch TV. He doesn't do anything except work. His favorite thing to do is chop down trees. Like, he likes to chop down trees and weld and build stuff. And there's nothing I can give him because he has every tool in existence. So if I find that thing for my dad— Try audible. He actually uses it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do you realize what I'm saying? I'm saying try—try—throw an Audible at him. You know, my dad's partially deaf. He probably wouldn't be able to hear it. However, he could read the transcriptions of our episodes. So All there's right. that— so we get a you get a free
0: audio book download. Yeah, if you go to this uh, when you go to this URL. Cool. Uh, so I looked up some of the titles. Yeah. Right. To see what <laughs> I wanted to listen to. Okay. Uh, one I thought would be cool: uh, the bully pulpit, the Theodore Roosevelt story.
1: Oh yeah, that That's is cool. Yeah, but Theodore Roosevelt was a badass. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to read that, but I'll listen to it. Well, you should read the Theodore Roosevelt chapter I wrote in my book.
0: All right. <laughs> you could read it to me. I'll All give right. you a call later. All right. I also <laughs> thought uh, Augustus, the first emperor of Rome, that mm-hmm. might be a title I want to get for free by going Audible. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Here's Dick. <laughs> right. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Sure. Here's the one I ended up on, though. Okay. I think I'm going to get this one. Yeah. Milked at her uncle's farm, Volume One. Vanessa's. Dairy Farm Training, an Erotic Lactation Story. <laughs> it's a real book you can download for free, man. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash biggest. There you go.
1: <laughs> I'm really going to download that. Oh, I know you will. I know you will, Dick. Actually, we should bring in excerpts from that next week's, for next week's show. All right. Yeah, you know the, your, you know my problem? problem? we got to yeah. move it. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence's tits.
0: <laughs> well, how, how is that a problem, Dick? You know, the big scandal happened, whatever they're calling it.
1: What's the scandal? Let's get The scandal get up to people is up to see. a bunch yeah.
0: of hackers uh, got into these celebrities' accounts and they surprise, surprise, they all got a bunch of naked pictures of themselves yeah. up there. And Jennifer Lawrence is one of them, along with like Kate Upton and a bunch of other broads. Sure. And when it came out, I kind of didn't really care. Like I didn't want to see her tits that bad because it's always disappointing. Like celebrity tits are always disappointing Ooh, to me. Oh, wrong.
1: Really? Yeah. Explain. So when Scarlett Johansson, I'll give you an example, uh, an encounter example. When Scarlett Johansson's came out, uh, I... Someone sent it to me, and I saw them, and they were, they were pretty disappointing. I don't, I, disappointing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. But to be fair, they were these private photos taking uh, not necessarily in the best light or angle or whatever, and they, they were stolen from her. So maybe I just didn't see them presented how they would want it presented. Okay. And, but, uh, yeah, I saw, I saw the, the latest ones, and I was not disappointed. my friend. You saw Jennifer Lawrence's tits? I did, yeah.
0: Well, then, my friend, you are committing a sex crime. So I didn't really give a shit about it yeah. until I saw all over the internet mm-hmm. that it's my fucking fault that she feels violated about this. Anybody who looks at them <laughs> is committing a sex crime. Top of Forbes, yeah. a magazine that I always thought was in my corner, not anymore.
1: <laughs> Why is Forbes in your corner? Because it's about business. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, I forget. Uh, business, dick. <laughs> over oh, here, old, old business.
0: Yeah, I I just think the whole internet's gone insane about this. It's funny, celebrities fucked up. There's a bunch of naked pictures of them out now. Oh, uh, oh heaven forbid that someone sees your bare boobs. Oh no, it's
1: a fucking sex
0: crime. Uh, so then I wanted to see them. <laughs> yeah, what were you gonna this say? Is,
1: this is this is the exactly the Barbra Streisand effect in action. And I'm going to be talking about that as well. So, do you, you know what the Barbra Streisand effect is? Explain it. Barbara Streisand, a long time ago, someone was creating, a, he was documenting pictures of the coast, the California coastline, and was putting them together on a website or something so you could go up and look at, look at the coastline. Well, Barbra Streisand's house in Malibu is right on the coast. And it's just right there. So she sued this guy. She sent him a cease and desist. And the guy said, "Uh, no, this is—that's insane. I I totally have the right to take a picture of the coastline. Fuck you. And she wanted her house censored from this. So there was this big lawsuit, and he got— put a big asshole, right? Yeah. Over her house. Yeah, just a picture of her face, a big ass. So she, she tried to get this guy shut down, and she sued him. And he went to the press with it, and he said, hey, Barbara Streisand is suing me for this ridiculous bullshit. Every news outlet picked up the story and was blown way out of proportion. So had she shut the fuck up, no one would have even known that her picture was on this rinky-dinky little website. Oh, be- Jennifer Lawrence? Well, You're the- saying? No. Is this? Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Okay, yeah, Barbara yeah, Streisand. yeah, this is a Streisand effect. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, it, so by simply going after it and making such a big stink about it, yeah, everybody saw it, and now it's impossible to remove, and it's completely pointless. But the media well, outlets who are complaining about this are doing the exact same thing with Jennifer Lawrence. Dude, they've successfully
0: removed these pictures from the internet, basically. Like, I popped it into Google, you know, who is now an accessory to my sex crimes, <laughs> and I could not—all I found was, like, pages and pages and pages of news articles about how horrible I was for trying to look at them.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is everyone's darling. She's the world's darling. She's the internet's darling. She's America's darling. Everybody loves her. I think the outrage here... No, I see more Jennifer Lawrence in the headlines than Kate Upton, who was one of the biggest targets of this. Yeah, and her pictures were great. <laughs> you right? Know? Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Everyone's got a body who gives a shit. Like, whatever. It's all general. Well,
0: that's what I'm... So, I mean, I just came back from Burning Man. I spent half of that naked. I don't care. I don't care. What, yeah, <laughs> you definitely don't care. <laughs> What is the big deal? Like, the only reason it's a big deal to her is because she could charge for it, right? The only reason it's a big deal when this celebrity gets busted being naked and stupid is because it's costing her money. No. That's my premise. No, well, you're wrong. No, no, I totally think it, like, is a black mark on her image. Well, of course. Like, I, I absolutely think that it translates into a direct dollar
1: amount of, like, less whatever, money, for her next movie. Well, as, as a businessman, Dick, <clears throat> you know, Forbes in your corner and everything, wouldn't you, wouldn't that, isn't that counter to your argument? Aren't you saying then, then essentially someone has done monetary damage to Jennifer Lawrence? If you're saying her, her naked body does have value, which it does, clearly. She could sell those photos if she wanted to, which I don't think she ever would because it would also hurt her career if yeah. she did that. But it does have value. Uh, yeah, up easily upwards of tens of millions of dollars. If she wanted to do a spread for Playboy, you don't think they would pay that in a heartbeat? I do. Of course they would. But the, she's denied that opportunity now because these photos are out. So, so someone has done monetary damage to her. You don't think that's a problem? I think it's a crime called
0: hacking. Yeah. I don't think it's a sex crime. Yeah, well, I, I think I, it's a bunch of personal data that was stolen. And the idea this is this is the idea that upsets me. I'm reading. Uh, These stupid journalists telling her that she shouldn't apologize
1: for it. Yeah.
0: But she should feel bad for being stupid. No. Yes, she should. If you don't want the pictures out there, don't take them and put them on your fucking phone.
1: Why is she culpable for being stupid and not fucking Apple with their bullshit iCloud service with your stupid iPhones, This is
0: exactly what I'm talking about. What you said is exactly what I'm talking about. Assume that everyone is going to fuck up except for you. That's the lesson of this story. If somebody if it's it's supposed to be secure, it's not going to be. If right. you tell a guy not to show these pictures to
1: everybody, as soon as he gets them they're going to everyone in the fucking world. Well, sure, Dick, but uh, also with this iCloud service, it's automatically enabled unless you go through all these hoops and try to specifically opt out of this iCloud service, which is next to impossible for the typical Mac user, let alone someone advanced like me. It took me fucking two <laughs> hours to, to install iTunes because I specifically tried to, to uncompress iTunes, the, the installer, the package, and install only the pieces I wanted. I didn't want to install their bullshit service that updated every five, fucking five minutes. I just wanted iTunes just to be able to check metrics. And it took me like an hour to two hours just to unpack that executable. To find out how exactly to do that, you're you're expecting the typical. I could have my parents come over and show you how to install iTunes. Oh. They did it no problem. Yeah, well, maybe they can they can learn how to hit that toggle, the two speed toggle too. Oh man,
0: my dad heard you <laughs> talking <laughs> shit. He was oh, pissed. Oh, 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 oh boy,
2: that's just paying it forward for throwing me under the bus so quick. Uh, yeah, your, your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah now he's he jumped it. It. He on me. Sean it. fucked up the yeah, audio. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, on he's purpose, no, no yeah. less. Look, w- what I'm saying is. Here's, let me let me read this quote. Let me read this quote one second. Um, it's not their responsibility. This is what this is what people are saying. It's not their responsibility to protect their own property from theft by not creating said property or storing it in a specific way. More than it is any woman's responsibility to dress a certain way, travel in groups, wear special nail polish, or what they're making it ridiculous, right? It started out like good advice, but then it got stupid. Wear special nail polish or what have you to lessen the chance that someone will attempt to assault them. Newsflash Yes, it fucking is. Look out for yourself because the world is fucked, nothing works. None, in, none of your devices will ever work properly, and people are constantly trying to fuck you. It is absolutely your
1: responsibility to protect yourself. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem with Jennifer Lawrence's tits. Yeah. Okay, great, Dick. But here's the thing. You can do due diligence. That's what you're required to do is due diligence. You try. You make, you make your best effort. But you're, nobody, nobody and nothing is completely unhackable or, or completely secure. You know what it is what? Not taking a bunch of nude pictures of yourself no.
0: and putting them on the internet. No, that's
1: stupid. What? what who are you, the fucking terrorist? You
0: need that? You really need to take a bunch of nudes of yourself that aren't very good, by the way, and put them on the internet? Like, yeah. is that like a need that you have? What? I don't compulsively have that.
1: I'm sure my mom doesn't compulsively fucking have that. Why not? Why not? Just to fuck. Who cares? Who gives a shit? You can do whatever the fuck you want with your camera, and you shouldn't be expected for everybody in the world to see. You have a personal bank account. You have a personal bank account. You have personal bank records. You have tax records. All that shit's available. It's accessible somewhere, somewhere online. Someone has it. So if you get hacked because somebody was determined enough, if you were valuable enough, a celebrity dick, you would be a target, and people might hack you, and they might find your financial records or who knows what.
0: Can you imagine that? What if pictures of my dick were all over the internet? Yeah. Would you look?
1: Of course not. So, here, 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 actually, here's, i have a theory. I have a theory. Okay, this is, what is it? I'm, I've been actually working on this for uh, for a while now. I'm, Do you understand d- what I'm saying? That it's your personal responsibility. No, no, I get it. I get it, Dick. Uh, but I think that that personal responsibility—you're only so culpable after that. After that, look, the company also failed here. Listen, let's not just assume that this this was a failure of passwords. It wasn't. There was a number of different hacks that they used to get this information. But here's here's uh, here's what I'm proposing as as a solution to this, and I, I actually may create this website. It is going to be like a yellow pages of nudity. Every single person on earth needs to upload a picture of themselves completely naked. And you can just go to this website and look anyone up, like in a directory, and Mm -hmm. see what their genitals look like. Because the number one thing that everybody's afraid of when they lose their cell phone or their account gets hacked is like, oh my god, my nudes. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Everybody's got them. Just post it online, get it over with, and then that way you're deflating this bullshit. No one cares about nudity anymore. Sex has so much fucking power in this country, and we need to deflate that. And the way to do that is to create a yellow page as everyone's junk. So, like, not Facebook, but, like, dick book? Junk book. Junk book? Junk book, yeah. That's what it is. It's junk book. So you go to this, you just type in, you know, you type in the first three letters, it brings up anyone. Like, you could even see your mom. Like, anyone, everyone's on there. I don't want to do... No, you have this to. is a... Yeah.
0: This is, is this your third point of your platform as president? Yeah. Number one, greased up wrestling. Number two, <laughs> zany antics with terrorists. <laughs> and number three, everybody has to take naked pictures of themselves and send them to you so you can have a database. Yeah, sounds about right. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of hearing how yeah. I'm a fucking asshole... Because I want to see a celebrity naked. It's funny.
1: You fucked up. I want to see it. Yeah. I got to see
0: it. I just got to see it. Yeah, I want to be yeah. a part of the fun.
1: You know, whatever. It's there. You, know, you it's out fucked there. up, not me. Yeah, well, it's. I mean, it's out there. And, and and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the only way you're actually perpetuating this is if you share or pass on those photos. Uh, or I, if you create the demand and somehow... I guess if you create the demand and somehow go to these websites and they're making ad revenue from your views, then you're contributing to the problem.
0: I mean, what's the, what's the loss? Like, feeling ashamed? No. It's not a real thing. No. What you're saying is that sex sh- shouldn't be such a big deal. Right. Shouldn't that mean nothing really is happening here?
1: They, they, victimless you, crime? No, the, it's not a victimless crime. You agreed that she, there's monetary damages done against Jennifer Lawrence and Kate Upton. Kate Upton especially. People have been wanting, wanting her uh, to do a nude spread for years and years. I have. Well, of course. Now, that, that value has lessened because so many people have seen it out there. Yeah. It's a, I would it's pay a, for it again, though, well, if fine. I'm being honest. Fine, but you, but you might not pay as much because you've already seen it. Oh, that's that's a, my problem, that's buddy. That's a show. That's a that's a ticket to a show that you didn't pay for.
0: You know, by the way, I don't even really want pictures of tits yeah. sent to me. I want real tits. If you're well, going to send me phone pictures of tits, just bring your tits over. Yeah, great. I'll check them out, you know. What if they're in another state, Dick? What are you gonna do then? What am I doing, talking to texting broads in other states? I don't know, man.
1: Look, Dick speaks for himself. Send me all the tits. Yeah. No. Um, you got anything else to say on this thing? Uh, one thing I wanted to add to your to your celebrity tit problem. What? Do you remember Gawker Media? Do you remember a long time ago when there was the the Hulk Hogan sex tape was released? Do you oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's something kind of interesting. Uh, this is an actual title from Gawker. They said, "Even for a minute, watching Hulk Hogan have sex in a canopy bed is not safe for work, but watch it anyway." Oh uh, oh! Oh. So you're allowed
0: to watch Hulk Hogan, yeah. be
1: naked." Uh-huh. But not Jennifer Lawrence. And here's the title they released for Jennifer Lawrence's sex tape. This was on Jezebel, which is part of the Gawker, Gawker Network, I believe. They said, "Did someone just leak nude photos of Jennifer Lawrence? Updated. And of course they're spreading it. Like they they they're playing coy. Did someone? Oh, like you don't fucking know. Why don't you do some journalism? Why don't you answer your own question, you shits? And yeah. don't fucking report on it if you don't want the news story to spread so much. But of course they want the clicks too. Their righteous indignation. There's these hypocrites. They're still getting paid. They're making money about the nude photos indirectly. Yep. They're fucking hypocrites. And here's another title from Gawker. This is also this is also from Gawker. It says, "A judge told us to take down our Hulk Hogan sex tape post." We won't. Great. That's an actual quote from Gawker. And then in the meantime, here's the one from Jezebel. Porn site won't take down J-Law's nudes until she proves she owns them. So they had a huge problem with that. And that's but, fair. W- but, yeah, well. <laughs> but still, on the, on the other hand, on the flip side, when Hulk Hogan sex tape came out. It's, oh, hilarious. it's hilarious. Everybody it's hilarious. laugh your ass off. Which, by the way, it was. Did it you was. Ever see, Did you ever yeah. see it? yes. Oh, it was so great. great. And that guy's fucking packing, too. Oh, it's just such bullshit, man. Yeah. It's such bullshit. Yeah, I don't even know what to do about it. Yeah, well, I guess nothing, because who cares? It's just tits and ass. You know what? If you guys seriously have a problem with, with celebrity nudes getting leaked, then next time it happens, don't comment about it. Don't mention it. Don't link to it. Don't check any news stories about it. Go about your day like nothing happened, because this is the Barbra Streisand effect. It's spreading shit around way bigger than it ever would have had you just shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. That's why I don't, uh, uh, so I, I hate to, to mention this even now in this context, but that's why I don't talk about PETA anymore. You know, the, the yeah, animals and attention. I feel like yeah.
0: they're, they're dwindling. Like, I feel like everyone thinks they're a joke now.
1: They are a joke. Even, even um, animal rights activists who contact me, I just say, I just have to mention PETA to them, and they just roll their eyes and they say, Look, we're sorry about PETA. They're insane. They're out of their fucking minds. We don't want to be associated with them. Even animal rights activists don't even want to be associated yeah. with PETA. So don't talk about it.
0: Just uh, go on over to com slash biggest and download
1: yourself a book. Well, should we move on? Next problem? Well, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. All right. My next problem is the Parent Television Council. You know what this is? The no. Parent Television Council is this organization that uh, has been trying to censor new- the news. Well, they're, they're trying to censor TV by... Creating these robo-mailers. So there's only about, I think, around 12,000 members in the Parent Television Council. However, when there's an offense that happens on TV, like you remember the Super Bowl, Janet Jackson, uh, the, what do what they call them, the wardrobe malfunction, mm-hmm. right? You remember that? Yeah. Uh, Congress was inundated with mail and flyers and letters, millions of them, from only about 12,000 or so people. And it turns out it's because they send out these robo-mailers on behalf of people who don't even exist. Oh. Yeah. They bombard. Nice yeah. They bombard Congress to create legislature to they're, – they're the ones who helped push the V-chip through, televi- to, through television. They made your TV sets more expensive. The V-chip is something that, that lets parents uh, tune out th- things that, that are uh, above a certain rating in content and maturity. What's that, Sean? You were nodding. You were going to say something?
2: No, I was going to say it's just like voting in this country then. What's that? I mean, just thousands of votes from dead people or people who don't exist yeah. or whatnot. So yeah. I sound no, conspiratorial, but no, it, it, it happens on both sides. Yeah, that's,
1: that's what these guys are doing. And and they have such a weird, puritanical view about everything. They, they, it's The guy who founded this is like an extreme like Christian dude, and they have all sorts of problems. They have problems with language. They have problems with nudity. They have problems with things that are suggestive. And now— they're extending their reach to the internet. Do you know this? No. Yeah, so they they had a huge problem. They said, uh, this is from E! Online. They said, The conservative watchdog organization is calling, out, is calling on the network to rethink its decision to post an uncensored version of a Saturday night live skit on both its website and YouTube. This is a new low for NBC, PTC President Brent Bozell said in a statement. Clearly, the network will stop at nothing to find loopholes for its indecent programming to reach the public. A loop? They're calling the internet a loophole. What do they try to censor? What is the sketch they're talking about? It was the dick in the box sketch.
0: Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they wanted, the, you remember, that's a good sketch. It's a great song, too. Yeah, they want that was stricken from the internet as well? Well, yeah, they wanted, first of all, they wanted the word dick censored. The song okay. is called Dick in a Box, and they wanted the word... Dick, I wouldn't even be able to say your name right now no, okay. if they had their way. Yeah. Yeah. So they wanted that censored not just on TV, but on the internet as well. On YouTube. How do they expect to do that? I don't know. I'll tell you what. They can't do anymore. They can't pay for it. Because in the, in the most recent... This is from, from, the, the, uh, from Adweek. So why is the PTC getting banned out of shape over this? Well, it could be because the organization has logged something of a precipitous decline in donations over the last few years. The most recent Form 990 available has the organization bringing in $2.7 million for 2012 and with a little more than $2.5 million coming in from donations. So as recently as 2008, the organization was seeing about $4 million in donations, and the thing that keeps the watchdog groups funded is presence in the public eye. They're, they're actually declining. They saw a year-to-year decline of twenty-six percent in their funding. Good, yeah, because people are tired of their bullshit. How
0: well, can they even function anymore? Like with everything moving to Netflix and Amazon or Hulu or whatever, how the hell the government can't tell them what to play?
1: Yeah, well, that's that's their that's our concern. This is like their last gasp. This yeah. is their death rattle. They reduce their staff by 38%. They reduce their funding by 26% because funding isn't coming anymore. People are watching less TV. Thank God this bullshit organization is gonna go away. Sounds like this problem's taking care of itself, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what though? It's just a matter of time before they're they're actively seeking legislation to try to get YouTube. To have a rating system that is enforced that they can then control and have some say in, which leads to more censorship.
0: Man, I'll tell you what. When YouTube got rid of the anonymous comments, I felt that that was going to be – that this was where we were going. Like as soon as 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 you were no longer allowed to comment anonymously on YouTube videos, I felt like the next step or the eventual step was a full-on rating system full on censorship.
1: I'm I'm okay with the the YouTube commenting system. You can still comment anonymously. So you can create an account if you want to that isn't your real identity. Yeah, and a lot of, of people course. do, yeah. Of course. Here here's something from the New York Times. They said that they you know the the show Shit My Dad Says, yeah, based on the very popular Twitter account Shit My Dad Says. And they they tr- they said that uh, declaring on September 17th that it would not rest, the Pel- Parent Television Council would not rest until the network changed the title or the show was canceled. Well that problem fixed itself too. Yeah, I guess I got. Did you ever see that show? No, was it any That's with William Shatner. No, right?
0: yeah, and it was it was like imagine married with children with William Shatner as Al Bundy instead of Ed O'Neill. It yeah. was like way too over the top. There was nothing like it wasn't like a depressed curmudgeon who was giving advice. It was like this goofy
1: character. Cuz I loved that that Twitter that, yeah, the Twitter account's very funny. Um, the, I feel like William Shatner has become a caricature of himself since, specifically since the Hotline commercials. Or the, Hotwire, the Negotiator? The yeah, is that yeah. The hot, wait, what's the website? Priceline. Price 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 yeah, Priceline. Since the Priceline commercials, he's become a caricature of himself, and now he does this weird, fat William Shatner kung fu thing, and yeah. I feel like that's just him all the time. Yeah. Maybe that's just always been him, and now he's just allowed to play himself. Could be. Seems like fun. He's a real cocky dude, too. Yeah, my mom hates him. Why does your mom hate him? Uh, I, think, I think that's
0: part of the reason, and I think there's, like, some, some controversy over how his wife died. How did his wife die? Like, she drowned in a pool, and there's, like, some kind of, uh, some people wonder what he was doing. Hmm.
2: Was he eating a steak or something? Like was- I don't know.
0: When an adult drowns in a pool, I think you got some explaining to do.
2: Well, they said that he, he can't swim. I don't think people were buying that. Like, uh, he didn't go in to get her out. That sounds fishy. I, I don't know if the man can <laughs> swim or not, but that was what I heard uh, thrown around. So, so, his wife was drowning in
1: a pool and he couldn't save her because he couldn't swim. I guess, yeah. So, what did you just stand by the sidelines and just scream and say, oh? I God. think he
0: tried to drink the pool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he was, he was at a least nap, half successful. A Side of a barn, man. That guy he 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 wouldn't have to swim, he'd just jump in and displace all the fucking yeah. water, <laughs> maybe his wife was a baby and he just left her in the tub to go answer the door or something like what happened? I'm really curious about this now
0: well me too I mean I, me too, but that's all I know,
1: huh yeah, that's interesting
0: so um, what happened with the shit? My dad says it eventually got knocked off the air, and
1: these guys are happy, yeah, they're happy uh they it got it got cancelled the show got cancelled uh but uh yeah that's that's that. Parent Television Council used to they used to have more pull with Congress and legislation but I'm so glad the television is finally going away this dying medium it's in its death knell and people are moving towards the internet where the where these shitty organizations like the Parent Television Council which they, yeah, they have, have no power uh, yeah they have no power what they're trying they're trying with their every every ounce they can and guess how they're doing that nepotism <laughs> Yeah, they got they got buddies in Congress. They got uh, senators under their belt. Yeah, yeah.
0: Weren't you saying one episode that like Netflix takes up thirty percent of internet traffic, and you had a problem with that? Something like that, yeah. But then it seems like it's defeating problems like this, putting everything on the
1: internet, where it's like the wild wild west. No, I don't have a problem with Netflix using up bandwidth. Like if people are moving towards the towards Netflix at uh for uh, at the sake of TV. Mm -hmm. Uh, traditional television, I'm okay with that. The problem I had with that specifically was that this 4K resolution is giving us resolution that our eyes can't even perceive, and that's what's taking up the bandwidth. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need 4K resolution, my friend. So, why, why
0: does this tactic that they do with the robocalling, how does it possibly work? Like, who's sitting there getting automated complaints and saying, well... Guess we better do
1: something about it. I got all these automated complaints. Oh, I'll tell you what. Because then some lobbyist group will look at the statistics and not delve into it. And they'll say, oh, well, we received 1.3 million complaints or we received 3 million complaints for the Super Bowl. So we need to do something about this. They'll present that to their congressman. The congressman, of course, is an idiot and a robot and just getting money funneled in through these lobbyists. So they they say, okay, well, our constituents are complaining about this. This is a big, big problem. How do they not know? Even I knew this. I knew this before you brought it in, that, it's, that they all they do is fake complaints. How does—not everyone know this. It's selective blindness, Dick. They're, they're having selective blindness to information they don't want to see just so they can continue getting paid by these lobbyists. Mm. Have you ever been in Washington, D.C., by the way? Yeah, I've been there. Have you been to DuPont Circle? I don't know what that is. DuPont Circle is kind of the central area where there's a whole bunch of restaurants and shops and things like that. It's, there's a subway stop there. It's, it's very central. It's, it's probably about uh, five, ten minutes away from the White House— it's just right there. The white you can walk around the corner and get to the White House. It's right next to all the action in Washington D.C. Very central commercial area. Almost every single restaurant there is a five-star restaurant, just with through-the-roof prices. I I've never seen anything like this. Every re- get some good steaks there. I bet. <laughs> you know, Dick, you can because I've had some excellent, excellent food there. But you walk in and the menu items start at eighty dollars, ninety dollars, hundred dollars. I, I I look at this and I think. This is not America. Who can afford this shit? Because you know who can? What do you mean? What do you mean it's not America? That's not America. Because it's pricey? You go anywhere else in America, you're not going to see those prices. What do you go to Beverly Hills? Walk up and down. Ruth's
0: Chris is right across the street from Morton's, isn't it?
1: Beverly yeah. Hills is a tiny little pocket. And by the way, you can get cheap meals in Beverly Hills. I don't see any of that shit in, in DuPont Circle. It's all fucking high-end restaurants. Th- look, the number of restaurants in Beverly Hills where they have outrageous prices is what maybe like five, six. This is every restaurant in, in DC is like this. Okay. Every restaurant's expensive as shit. And this is not this is not America. This is this is a different economy. The, this, the economy of scale here is totally different. This is more expensive than New York. This is more expensive than San Francisco, than Chicago, every big city I've been to. This is insane. And you know why? Because lobbyists are paying for that. And Congress members are going to eat there. And senators are going to eat there. And they're getting paid from the Parent Television Research Council, or the Parent Television Council, and all these other lobbyists. That's who's funding this. How do they get money? Oh, through donors. They send out flyers to to their uh, mostly Christian constituents. And dipshits who don't like dick in a box are writing
0: checks to these buttholes so they can ruin the internet.
1: Yeah, Seth MacFarlane had a really good comment about them a while back. I, I, I'm just paraphrasing here, but he called them the worst human beings and uh, total dicks and just scums.
0: Like, they kind of are, right? You're just ruining everyone else's fun for no reason,
1: really. You, well, you don't like bad words? Yeah, you're imposing your belief system onto other people. They had a huge problem with Nicki Minaj's new Anaconda video. I don't even know what that is. Nicki Minaj came out with this video. It's actually pretty great. It's uh, it's for a, a music video called Anaconda, and she... She mixes a, a, an old, like, Sir Mix-A-Lot song into it and talks about uh, butts and whatever. And she's she's basically, like, twerking and, show, and showing off her ass, which is fake. She has a fake ass. Oh. Yeah. Um, and anyway, they have a huge problem with this. A huge problem with this uh, sexually suggestive. And they didn't want it aired during the uh, MTV VMA Awards. So who's there is
0: watching for all—who's their watchdog? Who's like the closet pervert? Who's like yeah. spies all this stuff and then reports it? Is that how do guys get caught in these circles doing stuff? And then they're like, "Oh, just researching." We hate it now. Let's get it off the internet. I gotta watch it a couple more times
1: first, though. Brent Bozell. That's the guy's name. That's the guy's name. Yeah, he's a he's the he's a pretty far Christian dude. Hmm. Has a huge problem with this. I, I think he's doing God's work. God's God would want him to watch a lot of hours of tits and ass and dick in the box. Yeah. For the sake of us, for the sake of his, his flock. Yeah. His, uh, his sheep. Let's, let's review the problems. Yeah. I had I had shitty road trip passengers and Jennifer Lawrence's tits. And I had nepotism and the parent television council. Big, big problems this week. So go to the website, thebiggestproblemintheuniverse.com. Vote on these. It's very important. And we will be discussing which one's one uh, next week. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.